no Deno uh, this week, apparently. And this is, you know what? I'm, I'm throwing Deno under the bus right now. Uh, we've been humming and hawing for five playoff games, trying to get a pod together and trying to coordinate schedules. Very difficult. And I'm blaming Deno because he's not here. We all have schedules, but I'm blaming him because he's not yeah, here. He's got a busy schedule. His schedule yeah. is very yeah. busy. So I, and we have to blame somebody. And he's not here to defend himself. So we're blaming Deno for the fact that five games in. Now, listen, I'm telling you right now, under no, we were talking about potting after game three. And I don't think I would have been able to. I don't, I, I really, really don't think I would have been able to. Ooh, we coming off a big victory last night. Game three is done. This is game uh, five. <laughs> well, you know what? It's, um, I must admit, I am surprised that we are having this. I'm surprised we're not having the moratorium uh, pod right now on the season. Uh, Cause I really did think, you know, I was so afraid of that game. I didn't bet it. I could, I stayed away from everything last night. Not, not a player prop, nothing. I just was like, I'm just going to watch the game and hope that the season continues. So yeah, I know. Uh, unbelievable win last night and right at the top, we should just, this should be a, we should have a three minute uh, uh, session on precious. Cause he won that game for us. He did. Yeah. I, I, I probably felt less confident in that game than any game all season. Like I, I, yeah. I, that was probably my least confident feeling all season going into that game. And uh, when we hit, we hit like Birch hit a three at the beginning and Precious started going full on. It was, it was like the stars, were, the first 10 minutes, the stars were in a line. And then I was like, we're not going to lose this game. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to knock these guys off. Well, I never, I, I felt like we were going to lose the, game the entire time until until 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter uh that's the way i operate uh, that is how you operate yeah, we don't yeah. and bobby bobby was like uh dad what do you think and i'm like it's, it's gonna be a blowout bobby the wrong way like we're done here season's <laughs> over <laughs> uh but yeah so let's go all right now we get two and a half minutes on precious uh i i could not get over now i'm i'm gonna chalk some of this up to Embiid being an idiot like the more and more i watch him now i think he's a bigger and bigger idiot even though i think he's an awesome player but i think he's a i don't know that he's a great uh cerebral basketball player uh and i'm not i'm, I'm not sure he's a great teammate but we'll get to that in a second but last night it was interesting to watch a guy like precious have his way with Embiid. Mm-hmm. like he literally had his way did anything he really wanted to uh in the open court uh, you know, ball fake got him into foul trouble. Like, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't ask for anything more no. uh, than, than what he did last night. And it was, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if this is the one we're going to point back to and say, well, that was the beginning of Precious's, you know, Toronto career and we're paying him 25 million bucks in two years. Uh, but if that was the stepping zone, if that's the next, if this is the baseline, he's going to make the jump from here. Oof, like that was pretty, I, I mean, I don't think we'll be poo-pooing the, uh, the Lowry trade anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like the, the stat that uh, Dental fired off for us in the pod, 35 possessions for Harden and, and Bede when Precious was on the court. Um, they got six combined points. They shot one for three when Precious was the primary defender. So they, they couldn't even shoot when he was on him. Um, and 28 of his 50, 35 possessions were against Embiid. So he had, he had 28 of 35 against Embiid and held Embiid and Harden only six points. Like his defense was stellar last night. He shut he shut the bigs down, and I and the, and they actually looked like they are getting worn down. Like you looked at Embiid, he was dragging his butt in that game. He was not, he was not energetic. I think I think uh, I think he's. Uh, I well, don't see, like that. I think I don't see Philly going. Like I cannot see Philly going long in this playoffs because I don't think they they are built for for a long run. Well, no, I, I don't. Either. I think they're. I think they're a complete 
train wreck right now. The only thing is that we may have dug the hole a little too deep, too deep to, uh, you know, to, to hang around, but we'll see. I mean, I think, yeah, if you go back, right. If we, if we quickly go back and I think if, by the way, that was 45 seconds on precious if Pre uh, Pre if precious wants, like if precious makes one of those two free throws at the end of game three. Whew, how yeah, much like I told you, if he makes one of those two free, Oh, by the way, we should talk you, you know, it's a good thing we weren't doing three minutes on him after that game. Not sure. I'm not sure I would have gotten a word in edgewise based on your uh, commenting. Um, but, you know, like we said, he makes one of those free throws. I'm telling you that fucking Harris bucket would have gone in anyway. So it wouldn't matter. We were, we were, we were not destined to win that fucking game. I, you know what? I, I'm starting to think that we are, <laughs> we are destined to be the first team to come back from 3-0. I really am. And without Freddie, we haven't got to that yet. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was 17 and seven last night, but it felt like 40 and 20 with him yeah. last night. Like that, like that's how, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to think back. I'm sure there was a couple of bad turnovers at some point, but I can't remember them. Like, I can't remember a moment where we went, Oh, precious, like banged in a couple free throws. Yeah. Like he was, he was good all around and made the shots from three feet in, which is he didn't brick stuff. Like he, like he has been, has been in the past. Like, yeah, he looks, he is great. He is brimming with confidence now. And he's going to, like he's going to come into this, this next game thing. And I'm going to prove, I'm going to knock off NB. Like he's, he's going to be fired up. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, it, again, like it might be something that we, that, we kind of alluded to at the start of this series where, um, you know, we had a lot of bigs to throw at this team. And if you look at our bigs, right. And the, the combination of the four of them, right. Birch, um, precious dad and Boucher, Skinny. like they're all having, but they're all having their moments, right. They're mm -hmm. all sort of finding a bit of like Thad young in game four was, uh, was incredible. Yeah. And even yeah. last name made a couple of great passes. And, and they were quality minutes, right? So our our bench, which is not a you, you don't think of it as like a, a great bench, a high scoring bench, like but they're all kind of having their moments throughout various games, and you know here we are staring at game six. Which are you going to? Have you are you taking? Oh yeah, I'm going night? for sure. Date night, for sure. I'm going. Yeah, date night. Yeah, soon I. Yeah. Mm, that'll be fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> be great. It's great. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's just it's hard to believe that we're here after that that uh, that loss after Game Three. But yeah, I mean, good for us. Now, uh, going into tomorrow night, I must admit, there's again, you know, half glass empty. But there's a bit of a fear factor for me as far as like, are we going to sit there and go, okay, we're back now, right? We're coming home for Game Six. Like, there has to be zero let up. They've got they've got to jump on them again, like they did. Like they came out great yesterday, and that's got to be the same thing. Like, I I don't think. What was the other stat Deno set, right? I mean, 21 seconds, the last two games we've been, we've been behind. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. 21 seconds in two games. Well, I'll tell you what, that needs to grow. That can go no more than 65 seconds after, like after game six, we need to be on the jump from these guys at the, at the outset and go get it. We need to be tied at half. So I, I like, we, we can't, we can't be down 10 in the, at the end of the first quarter or 12. Like if we can, if we can sustain, cause they're going to come out pressing and if we can be tied at half i'm i'm liking the fact of all right now now we're in it now now we can rally so i i i, I just want us to hang around at the beginning because i think we're going to feel a lot of pressure and then uh and I'll, i like us in the second half if we're if we're close at halftime yeah i mean that's what we kept saying that last night i was saying that to the boys last night like we just have to stay we got to hang around we got to hang around hang around hang around but i don't mm -hmm. like and but hanging around means like yeah, no deep holes at all because we are not built. This team is not built to start bombing threes uh, yep. and making deep comebacks. So we like, I really feel like I feel like we need to be driving the bus and and you know leading as 
as often as possible. Now, but I can tell you one thing that does scare me because when we watch that game, I know they scored only 88 points and we were good defensively. Yep. I, don't have, I don't have the turnover stats from, from I'll, I'll get them. Um, but we were good defensively again last night, but they did miss. Here's the difference, right? Games one and two, they were shooting 52% from, from uh, three. Yep. I don't know what it's last three games, but it ain't 52%. I mean, no. Danny Green, although he banged in a couple, he missed five or six wide open last yep. night. I mean, wide open. Yep. Um, I'm not sure we can count on that. The thing that scares me about our strat- our defensive strategy, and I don't know why we're doing it, and B catches the ball at the top of the key, and we immediately double. I think that's a recipe for disaster. He's at the top of the key. I'm, I'm okay with him taking a couple dribbles and then going to double. I think there's too many options. And again, I think last night from that set, I was, I was paying attention to it. From that set of him top of the key, we immediately double. Man, do they get a lot of good looks. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't definitely, they definitely were not making anything. That's for sure. Like they couldn't, they probably couldn't have shot much worse than they shot in that game. Now our defense definitely attested to it, but it's tough. Like if you get, if you, if you get Embiid, if he puts the ball on the, on the floor and he's got one step towards the hoop, then we're kind of snookered a bit. So I think, I think they want to get on Embiid before he puts the ball on the floor. Yeah. But I, I, you know, from 18 feet out, I disagree. Like I'm saying one dribble and go like that's, you know, but I think when he, if he catches it and faces it and he faces straight up, now he can see the whole, he can see the whole court and he sees a second guy coming out. I think he has way too many options. They were, they were 10 for 37, 27% from three last night. Uh, which was their lowest of the uh, of the series. We were we were eight for 31, 25%, 26%. <laughs> so like we could make the same argument. I just don't think that I just don't know who our guys are that are gonna start making more threes. Yeah, no, right. We're not, no, we're not. Well, we're, we're, but but well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue that into just with Scotty Barnes on the court, we are a different, different team. Like he he moves the ball around and and just like, like I've, I said before, Scotty's out. Siakam, as soon as Scotty comes back, Siakam's game is elevated because Scotty makes Siakam better. He gives him the ball in the right spots. He gets him cut into the hoop. So I, I just, I look at what's happening and thinking, we don't, with, with Scotty on the court, we do not lead to win by the three. We just need by guys cutting to the basket. Like think of how many baskets OG got last night, just doing a backdoor cut and, and he dunked the ball. Listen, so, don't, get, don't get me started on OG. <laughs> okay, so let's let's but we are we will go to OG in a second because two things I want to comment on. I agree with you about Scotty Barnes. It, he may be our smart outside of Freddie because I do think Freddie's probably you know uh, it would be unfair to say it, but outside of Freddie, he's our smartest player. He is by far like he makes yeah. the majority of the time he's making good decisions. There was a time there was a play last night where he got the ball like right underneath the basket, but it was like it was all it was a it was a cobbled play. I think Precious passed it to him. It was like and instead of just trying to force something right at the rim, he kicked it out. Yep. Right. And I think Gary Trent got an open three out of it. I don't, yep. I don't know if he scored, but, but it's like, it's that sort of stuff that he's calm under pressure. He, he generally makes the right decision. And I agree. Pascal's got more room to maneuver with, with Scotty out there. And I thought Pascal, you know what? He was shaky in the middle of that game a little bit, but then I thought actually in the fourth quarter, he made a couple tough shots just to yep. keep the lead at that eight to 12 point, like no real pressure on him. Right. Um, yep. but to keep the lead where it was, like, I thought he did a really good job, and, you know, and I know, obviously I jinxed OG to make that three last night. Um, when, when we desperately needed it. However, I thought, I thought it was his worst game in the series. Like, I, I don't know what they're telling him in between games about what, what his shot selection should be. And that he's got the green light from apparently anywhere on the court. He's got the green light. Uh, and it doesn't matter if he catches the ball clean, if he bobbles, it doesn't matter. Just throw it up. Anyway, like, I thought he was horrible 
uh, last night on the offensive end. Yeah, I, I just, outside shooting, but I think going to the hoop, he got some decent layups because 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 he got found by Scotty. So our layups and ducks. So inside, I, inside, I didn't mind him. But the thing I love about Scotty, just before we leave him, is he's a rookie and he's completely not afraid of the moment. Like this, not it's not like he's out there going, "Oh my God, I'm in the playoffs." He's like, "Yeah, I deserve to be here." And I just the ball when we the first few games when Scotty went down, we always we were talking in our chat saying the ball's not moving. Like the like the guys are going up one on one. There's the ball moves when Scotty's on, and when the ball when the ball moves, we are a much better squad than than the one on one sort of dribble up, uh, maybe one pass. Like that's a. Uh, that that was our, that was why we got pummeled in the first two games. And, and well, I, I called the coaching staff, and they and they implemented more ball movement, and things worked out. It's worked out much better since then. My boy Nate called Nate. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I agree. Like there were times last night where I thought we got a little stagnant, but it's generally speaking when Scotty's not on the court. Yeah, I agree. Like there, we got a little dribble happy with with Pascal at the top of the key a few times, uh, but other than that, like now yeah, we it, it was better. I mean, Gary did. Gary really didn't have a great game last night. It was okay. Solid. I mean, but nothing, nothing spectacular. He had a good first half. So he, he came out, he came out strong in the beginning. He made the key points. He gave us a lead, but it's almost like, like I don't, and the, like, I don't know the sickness. Like, he almost like he ran out of gas at the end. He, st- he, like, he lost his legs. His shot wasn't the same at the end. And he just, so whether the sickness is still sort of lingering where he doesn't, he doesn't have the stamina to go the full, the full 48 minutes, but he, uh, he, uh, his shot was different in the second half, but the first half, he helped us get that get that nice margin of margin margin of lead. Yeah, well, I mean, we're gonna need, we need him for sure on Thursday. And he, generally he, speaking, I think he plays. Uh, he seems to shoot the ball a little bit better at home. So, yeah, I, I think we need, I think we need twenty five from Trent, and I think we need twenty five from Pascal. If we can get twenty five from both of those guys, then I think we got a good chance of winning. But I think we need both those guys to put up numbers like that. Yeah, I agree. It's got to be at least two guys, and it has to be Pascal. I mean, you think about the game that we lost, game three. I mean, Freddie and uh pascal combined 24 points yeah exactly yeah. you know what we should spend we should spend two minutes on not to go too far backwards but that game three was the epitome of what we talked about all season mm-hmm. a tight playoff game who's going to be our closer what are we gonna what are our sets going to be down the stretch uh and you know there it was pascal's chance i mean he was just he was he was a ghost he was he was nowhere uh so i'm a little bit concerned if we find ourselves in that situation again like to, on thursday night like I don't know where we go to get that bucket. Like we, those last two games, we haven't been like what we've done a good job at is never letting the lead crumble in the last two games, right? Never yep. getting that. Say we've been, we've been able just to keep stretching it out. I'm a little, I'd be a little bit concerned if we find ourselves in a, you know, a 92, 90 game where we need a bucket under three minutes and we got to get like that. Let's avoid that scenario. The time yeah. being, I still would like, I still rather, I'd still be okay with Trent, Trent taking that shot off a pass from Scotty. That's sort of my, uh, where, where I would lean towards, but, uh, but Pascal going back, you want to go back to game three. He, he had completely lost confidence. Like he was, yeah. he was, he was passing before he was going to the hoop. He was, he was happy to throw the ball to Boucher or young on the corner and, and who are wide open. And there's a reason they're wide open is the other team's going to allow them to shoot versus allowing the Pascal to drive. So Pascal lost his confidence and he just started throwing the ball and crumbled. And I think they finally said, listen, you got us here. So you got us to the, to the, to the five seed. So do what you did to get us to the five seed. And, and he actually showing up the last two games. So I'm, I, it's, it's good to see that, that he got yeah. off that. Uh, that yeah, no, he, he, yeah. I was, I was a little worried about him yesterday, but he definitely, I mean, again, 44 minutes, he's playing a ton. <laughs> we don't, we're not playing the bench much. The bench, no, I mean, other than the, I, other than the bigs, the bench is not playing much at all. I'm starting to think that maybe massive minutes 
maybe maybe what they've been doing with Giannis for the last four years, maybe that's not a horrible idea. Yeah. yeah. 32 minutes a game for five straight years, as opposed to Freddie, who's <laughs> who's been playing 40 minutes a game for three straight years. Yeah. <laughs> that's all not we'll get in that topic after after the Raptors. Um so yeah. So all we, right. Well, listen. We we do have them rattled. We got we definitely have Philly rattled, I hear. Like um they're they're not playing like the team they were in the first two games. You can tell they're getting a little a little antsy they're not moving the ball like they, they they're a different team so we we've got inside their heads and uh if we can pull out game six it's it's open season for game seven anybody could win that one i think well i was forced to watch the game on nba tv last night and so but that, what i love about nba tv is that uh you get the full press conferences after yeah so we we wa- i watched i watched most of nurses and i got a lot of docs and a lot of embeds uh yeah nothing positive coming out of the out of the Philadelphia uh, locker room right now. Yep. Uh, you know, Doc was a little bit exasperated. And I, you know, it's funny. I, this is going to be his last coaching gig. I, he is not getting another job after this. Um, it just, I think his time has passed him by because he, he almost gives the air of like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, and he, you know, he doesn't call, like, I, he calls guys out, but I think he does it too often, and it, it must be in one ear and out the other. But Embiid yeah. was pretty harsh on Harden last night, I thought. Uh, but again, Embiid pointing the finger at everybody but himself. Yeah, um, Embiid. Yeah, totally. Uh, and you know, he did this with Simmons. But I, again, I'm not so sure that jo- Embiid needs a bit of filter on this. So this has got to be, hey, we're up three uh, two. You know, I think we're doing all the right things. We're just not knocking shots. It's got to be that, but as opposed to, hey, Harden's going to take more shots. I mean, that's yeah. basically blaming Harden. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Just, you so, yeah, I agree. If I think if we can, yeah, if we can get there, obviously all the pressure in the world is going to be on them in, in a game seven. Right. Mm-hmm. It will just, yeah. and that, if anything, that Philly crowd could work to our advantage if we uh, get off to a good start in a scenario like that. So, yeah, it is, it, it's trending in the right direction. But again, I, I still worry about when I look at this game, um, you know, what did we put up last night? 102? Was it 10288? Uh, 101 or 102. 103. Yeah. 10388. Like yeah. we gotta we gotta get to that 110 mark somehow. Uh, and I don't know how <laughs> we're gonna do it. Now we play defense like that. Who And that like I, I, I tell you that that stadium tomorrow on Thursday night, what they'll be they'll be in Embiid's ear. Like I'm not sure Embiid is 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 mentally strong enough to take a full stadium on him the whole game. Like he, and he's, he's had his history in Toronto where he has not played well in key games when that, when Toronto fans are, are, are well, on top of him. So, I mean, he did bang, he did bang down in the game winner with fans right in his ear at the <laughs> sidelines. Jesus. That, I know. Uh, I agree. And I don't, again, I don't know that he thrives in that environment. Uh, like he's not, he's not the villain. He's not the Trey young villainous type. He's going to go off for 50 in those types of environments. Like I think oh. he gets, I think he gets more frustrated than, than anything. And I've been like, if you watch him, like his body language, it's a very frustrated body language. Yeah, it is. Off. So it is. I, yeah, I'm telling you, I think, I think the first and third quarters are, are the two most important quarters on, uh, on Thursday night. And if we can, if we can comfortably win those ones. Yeah. I think we're going back to Philly. Now, do you well, like not. the bird? Do you like the bird start? I like I like the bird start. Yes, to, to bang bang and beat around for a bit, get them more, and then bring in precious with fresh legs. I I do like that for sure. Listen, that, that's don't change. I mean, Birch only played eleven minutes last night, but he had four fouls, yeah. Yeah. and he's not giving anything easy, which is the right strategy as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, you know, he got but he got a seven. He got a seven points. Now, granted, I think 
a little Joe Logan issue with him. Uh, he knocks down that first three. That's a problem for us. <laughs> he's not going to miss. He's not going to miss the rest of the game. Then he's trying at least two more, and that's not a good thing for us. So, uh, so what if what if what if like like that they they came with hair on fire last game. They played great at the beginning. What if Freddie's healthy? What if Freddie the do, do we bring Freddie? Do we bring our all star off the bench? What on Thursday? Yeah. Well, he's not playing Thursday. Oh, he's not. No, is he out I, for sure? He, no, he's not. He has. It's not. A, it's not one hundred percent. But I read uh, on TSN yesterday. He said he's like my body finally just shut down. He's like I'm not ruling anything out. He's like I'm doing. I'm doing uh, treatment around the clock. That's what I said. He's like, but he's like I could see myself coming back in the next series. Is what he said. Now, if there's a game seven, yeah, but no, you can't. No, Freddie starts. You know, and that's one of those things. Freddie definitely starts, uh, but it's got to be Freddie. You're only you're only starting if you're actually ready to play. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, no Willis Reed. We don't need any Willis Reeds. It just if you can play, then you're playing. If not, then then we'll go with what 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 we've got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. It was I just I, I hate to upset what what we saw last game. That was that was that was that was beautiful. Well, it was pretty, yeah. I mean, it was again, I mean, they didn't only score 88 points, but I, and I'm not sure. I think that was a combination. We did, we definitely seem to be better defensively, but yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they missed a ton of wide open threes. Oh, they did. I mean, they wide did. open threes. They did. But again, I mean, Maxie's come down to earth a little bit too. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. I mean, he out of his mind, first two games. And really, yep. the th even his third game in Toronto was pretty good. Yep. Right. So, yeah, maybe, they, maybe they're balancing out here a little bit, but I mean, if there's ever a team or a coach that we were going to go come, uh, Come back three three zero against. I mean, this is it. Totally. Sixers and Doc. Totally. This is it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, quickly. Nurse uh, took a lot of heat after Game Three. Uh, I I flip flopped on it. I wasn't anti not inbounding the the uh, the inbounds passer. I guarding the inbounds passer. But in, after I thought about it and watched it a few times, like you got to bring Boucher in there and have his arms just yeah. distract him a little. Yeah. You have to. Right. You yeah. Know, maybe just tough pass. Yeah, because when you think about it, Embiid caught that ball in rhythm. Yeah, right. Turned and shot it. If he's got a, if he's got a lunge a little bit, or it balls up high, like anything, he basically it was a catch and shoot. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was it was a direct pass because because you, you, you don't have to throw it through anybody. Like the other one, you got to throw around somebody, and it's just not as smooth. Like that that was a yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, no, that was a mistake. Sure. And and you know until really yesterday, I I didn't think. He was. I know it's hard to judge a coach having a great series or not, but it didn't feel like we were winning too many of the coaching battles mm -hmm. um, from that standpoint. So, but I think yesterday, you know, good adjustment had them ready. You know, give them credit. You're down three zero. A lot of teams fold, like the Nets, like the Nets yep. did. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had them ready. Came play. You know, and they got him ready again last night. And a couple of timeouts last night. NBA team had him. Like he's real. Like he was really working the guys. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean. Yeah, so I think he's I think he's done really good job to, to get us back to a sixth game uh, from a coaching perspective. Yeah, got it. Let's not even talk about that play call um, after Embiid made the shot. One of the worst sets I've ever seen coming out of a timeout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my god. But yeah, so I think this would be huge. I mean, what? I mean, talk about talk about they would forget about the first three games if they perhaps came back to when this is that would be another notch on his on his resume oh yeah for sure to come back from for sure three oh down so sure. uh yeah so i yeah so nurse uh go get him coach him up nikki coach him up yep. where are you sitting on uh, by uh face yet? right behind the bench oh you're on the bench oh that for, you're from the guy yeah yeah have you uh, at the agreed upon price 
Uh, no, he gave me a discount. It's either there. Actually, the other guy came to me. I might have, I might have my seats that are right next to my regular seats. So one of those two. I, the seats are right next to my regular seats, are right behind the bench. Listen, I contemplated long and hard. Long yeah, and hard. Did. It, it would have been. It would have been. <laughs> I know. I'd, I'd let you off. I'd like, no, you not come. It's too much. I know. Food. It would. Yeah, it would have been ridiculous. See, as I'm back in Toronto the week after too, so that would. Yeah, <laughs> that made no sense. Made sense. Um, all right. Listen. Uh, game six prediction. Game six. Uh, we. We, uh, we beat them in game six. I don't know we thumped them, but we beat them in game six. This is going to seven now. It's going back to Philly. Uh, I, I, so I concur, but I actually do think, I do think the Raps are going to win comfortably. Yeah, I, yeah I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I really, surprised. really do. Place will be rocking. Yep. Uh, I think, again, nothing, we still have zero to lose, right? There's zero pressure on us now. Yep. Uh, all the pressure yeah. on Philly. Yeah. All the pressure on Philly. Yeah. And if we get... If we get Barn, if we, if we can get, so Pascal, we need, as we talked about, he's just got to yep. give us this 23 and 10, seven, what he did last night. If we need Trent, right? right? Need but then we need at least one other guy to score at above his normal clip. And then we need that solid performance from me. Barnes, Boucher, Precious, like that. If they all yep. play solidly, then yeah. I mean, we're, we're, and, and I mean, we even, we even talked about it, but I mean, we are getting a very diminished version of, of Harden right now. I mean, 15 points last night and he had two late threes in that game, meaningless late threes. Yep. Um, so he was a non-factor in any meaningful way. Yeah. I mean, like, so that's why I thought being this, this series that we were going to win this series. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, well, it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been easy. And I called it. I said, we could afford at least two major injuries to two of our biggest stars and still beat this team. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to go back on that one. <laughs> All right. So we're, uh, so if that's the case, then I'm I'm calling it right now. We will have the emergency pod on Friday uh, to get ready for a quick uh, game seven uh, preview. Should uh, should that happen? So there you go. Something something look forward to because it's gonna be we're gonna wrap this up soon, um, and but we're gonna give two pods this week. So there you go. Everyone everyone who's missed us, which I think there's at least two of you out there who missed us. Uh, <laughs> would be two pods, two pods of two people missed us this week. <laughs> Before we leave the Raptors hole, we come on. Before we leave the Raptors, let me Bart, check the agenda. I can't believe, can't believe let, me check, you, let me check the agenda. Can't believe you didn't even bring this up. Wasn't even on the agenda. Rookie of the year. Oh, we were talking. Um, about yeah, I mean, I guess I wasn't that. I, yeah, it, it, you know. And by the way, kind of got lost in the news cycle a little bit. I didn't like the way I, it sort of was very diminished in the news cycle. But well, especially uh, with Vince, Vince giving it to him, which yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. I didn't like that either. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, good for good, closest vote ever for rookie of the year. What was it? Uh, oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, 15, uh, 15 points. Where are the points? 15 points uh, uh, separated them. Uh, and, but I mean, I think I think he deserved almost, I mean, his whole body work was good. He had a bit of a lull there, uh, sort of mid to, you know, after the all-star break, but then he finished his last 15 games. He finished stronger than, than Mobley. Mobley was hurt at the end. I mean, I think that's what swung it. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. well, I mean, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Listen, I'm glad he all time, all time favorite Raptor. We, we always Burke. said he wasn't gonna recognize in Toronto. I'm glad. I'm glad the NBA organization recognized our Toronto Raptor for that position, which I thought was going to be against him. Yeah. I mean, we, we do, we maybe cry, uh, a little bit in our beer about it, the Canadian factor, but I mean, we've had a couple, we've had Stoudemire, Vince, um, was, I don't think Bosch is rookie of the year, but um, I mean, we've had a bunch of coaches selections for all-star nurses, yeah. one coach of the year, Casey's one coach of the year. I, I know, but I, I agree. Sam like, we Mitchell, don't, we don't Sam get Mitchell's the, one coach of the year. 
Sam Mitchell. Don't forget him. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Sammy. <laughs> Sammy went, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> what? Uh, you know what? We need to go back and look. Who are the candidates last year? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, yes. So good for Scotty. Well, uh, well received. Uh, well, I mean, well earned. And yeah. And again, I, I just keep going back to, I mean, obviously things can change over time, but he just seems like he's pretty happy in Toronto too, which to me is a, yep. is a big yep. deal. Yeah, we're, I, told right. you, I told you last show, we're building the statue, start to build the statue. Oh, well, yeah. 11 games in. I mean, Johnny yeah. Bart did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. I hear it. Yeah. So good for you, Scotty. You know what? Fast climbing uh, into my top five dream guests scenario. Yeah. Oh, he'd be great. But, he'd be oh, great. he'd be awesome. Yeah. He'd be awesome. Yeah. I'll work on it. I'll be a little on. more positive than you on things, I think. He smiles more. For sure. He definitely <laughs> smiles more. Yeah, he does smile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Can we move on? Can we get off the Raptors? Yeah. Off the Raptors right. now. Other NBA. I'm going to start. I'm going to start. Karma is a bitch. I love it. Okay. Bart, who is this? Toronto is, isn't my preferred destination. I have higher ambitions. Who was that Bart? Who was that? That's our good friend uh, from the former Yugoslavia, Goran Dragic. Hey Dragic, uh, you whiny bitch. How happy are you now? Serves you right. It's awesome. It's I awesome. know, you know, but it's funny you say that. So I agree, obviously, because he, I mean, just stupid to come into that situation the way he did and just basically piss off the fan base. Uh, to the point where like, I do think at the beginning of the season, I'll go back to that Masai uh, interview. Everyone was thinking this was a rebuild year to a certain extent. We're going young. We're going to go that way. We don't have like, we don't, we didn't do many. So he didn't really fit necessarily what we were trying to do, but I'm pretty certain if someone, well, of course we did trade him at the deadline when we were in, when we were in decent position. So we, uh, yeah, but uh, he was gone from the team for so what, but I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't mind having him. Oh, no. We don't want him. We don't want him. With Freddie, with Freddie out like this, good little insurance policy. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. Thad Young, without Thad Young, I think we'd be in trouble. Like, we, I don't know if we would have won Game Four without Thad Young. So that, yeah, that would have hurt. But we got Malachi. We got Malachi. Well, I'll tell you what. We haven't talked about that. And you know what, Xerox <laughs> Al, what did I tell you about Malachi not being an NBA player? Notice last two games, we don't play him. Right? I, he cannot play. Like, it's, I know in game four, everyone talked about, um, or was it game three? Three, I think. It's game three. And he did play some decent defense at one stage. But off on the offensive end, it was a liability. Like mm -hmm. he, It's basically like four on five when, when he's out there on offense. That, he cannot play. I, I honestly don't think he can play at this level. Right? No, I, don't, I really, really don't think he can play at this he level. Had, he had three, three shots that were complete air balls in game one or two there. Like complete air balls. And they, well, they were only like 15 yeah, footers. Like, yeah, and, and he's running off one leg, taking shot. Like it, yeah, no, he's no good. But listen, I Dragic deserves everything he gets. Uh, but that whole Nets team, like that's that's just a dark cloud over that fucking space now. So I yeah, consider but now that considering he could have picked where he wanted to go and he yep. chose the Nets. Well, yeah. So now it really is karma, right? Totally karma. Like there it is, really, there, really there, is. There is this year at the NBA, there is a god. The Lakers don't make the playoffs. And then the Nets get swept in the first round. Two teams that tried their best to buy a championship with the rosters. Like they, they, they're the two teams that spent the most to try to buy the championship. 
and they both are gone. See you later. That this this is great for the NBA. Should we great. go back to your? But should I go back and read some of the texts that you were uh, that you threw out there prior to the Celtics net series, where you said the Celtics will will get swept by this team? Yeah, they yeah. Can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> I did. I, thought, I thought the Nets would. I thought the Nets beat them four yeah, nothing. Maybe you were drinking some Nets Kool Aid. Maybe oh, after, I was totally. I was loaded in the Nets. I didn't yeah. want them to win. I just I thought for sure they're gonna win. I don't know that the play-in tournament should be the barometer. Of how good I think that's what we're learning. I think that's what we're learning. That's true. Uh, of course, we say that, but the Suns are in trouble. All right, let's quickly recap uh, the rest of the NBA playoffs quickly, and then we're going. Yep. We'll okay, do I what. Got, then we'll do what drives, and we'll get out of here. Okay. We, uh, I got. I got them all here. I got them all. So I'll do. I'll just lead off. You. You pipe in. So Miami knocks off Atlanta. Let's say Let's. Don't you well, think? oh, you think well, the, the injuries? Well, listen. Yeah, no Lowry, no Butler tonight. It wouldn't shock me at all. If uh, the Hawks come out and and uh, win that game, that would not surprise me in the league. Like, obviously, like Butler being out, the Lowry being out didn't like that didn't traumatize me from that standpoint. Uh, but Butler tonight, all of a sudden, it's one of those situations, right? They steal that game tonight. Next, thing you know, they're back in Atlanta. They can't win. They can't win three games. They can't win three games off Miami. But they're down three one now, are they not? They're down three one. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. got to win three. No, they're not. But I agree. Three, no. I agree. I, yeah, I'm, I'm more comfortable with Miami. I, yes, I would still wager heavily that Miami was going to win that yeah. series. Box, box are going to they're going to knock off Chicago. Oh, Chicago. What? What? A, I mean, Chicago. What the fuck? Kentucky Russ and I got completely screwed. <laughs> well, actually, Pittsburgh Jason, lawyer Jason, fucked us as well. We got a Friday. He was chatting up the Bulls to us, and we're like, "Yeah, fuck that. We we totally fell in love because they won game two, and they looked really good. We're like, "Yeah, they're gonna come out strong tonight like, at home. That place will be rocking, yeah. right? Middleton's out. Like, yeah, Russ and I go and bet big on uh on Chicago, and they lost by forty. Yeah, at home, it was over five minutes yeah. in. It was. Fun. I know it was awful. It was awful. I mean, that's it. Like the the Bucks Celtics series. It's gonna be that's gonna be a great series. Bucks Celtics in the in the in the second round. Yeah, you know what? And all of a sudden, if I'm Milwaukee, I might hate not having that seventh game at home. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It. That's right. The Celtics—they played—they played their way into this this hole for the home court advantage now. But I'll tell you what. Yeah, I mean, and they, and they need, but they need Milton back for that. They definitely need Milton back. Well, he played last game, didn't he? he no, nope. last game. No, nope. you sure? Oh, yeah, for sure. sure. I thought I thought I heard his name. I was on the radio. No, I think I, think, I so. think he did. I think he did. Well, let me, let me yeah. look it up. You can check that out. I'll, I'll keep I'll going. And I would rather, I would much rather play Miami versus the Bucks or the Celtics. So if we can buy the Philly, if we can buy Philly, Miami's my next, uh, my next team that I would rather play. So I think the stars are aligning here. I think, I think we're we're repeating the champion. Champion. Well, okay. Maybe. Well, we are defending champs, as I've said. It's so, true. Yeah, that's true. And then, uh, yeah, the uh, Phoenix. Phoenix is in trouble. So Phoenix is the next one. Uh, no uh, book. Phoenix is in trouble. And the, the Pelicans have just, they've just all of a sudden emerged as this fun, energetic, well-rounded team. You watch them play. Like I've watched a couple of those games. Phoenix does not look like the better team. Like they, they looked at the easily, easily equal, equal, equal pace with the, with the Pelicans. So well, they're this- young, they're young, dumb. They can score that. I don't think there's a pressure out there. No expectations. They're like, yeah, Ingram. Yeah. Ingram's a legitimate. NBA scorer McCollum looks like a, a steal of a trade all of a sudden. Yeah. Right? And he's yeah. legitimate calming been to some of the battles, right? JP's making threes down the stretch. He threw yeah, up a Jay, three. I know. Can you he see that? Yeah, that place went crazy. It was awesome. Yeah, no, uh, I, I agree. Um, <laughs> that one. Uh, yeah. And now I still don't like them in a game seven in Phoenix, but Phoenix got to get to game seven. Yeah. Yeah. 
Memphis, Memphis is kind of what we feared they were. They like super energetic, fun team to watch, but not not a lot of playoff, deep, not a lot of deep playoff experience. And uh, Minnesota, like Minnesota, should be well. Minnesota giving up the twenty one points in in game three there. The lead, like there's talk about dumb coaching decisions. There's the coach never called. They, they let the, let the other team score twenty one points and never call the timeout during that twenty one point stretch. I know he got ripped for that pretty hard uh, was, for that, doing that. Yeah. You know, How can you it, justify that? I know, but it's funny, right? So I, when I heard that, and I know that's going to sound stupid, uh, for, by the way, Middleton did not play game four. Oh, okay. um, so you heard something, something, something sounded like ton. Yeah, I maybe. I think what that could be. Portis, Lopez, Holiday, Matthews, Antetokounmpo. No, I don't know those sound like ton. No, they don't. You're right. You're right. Uh, so like back in the day, Phil Jackson used to be lauded Lauded, lauded, lauded for his, like, let him play through the, the bad stretches, right? Let him, the other teams would go on runs and, and Jackson wouldn't call a timeout because he's trying to get, now I know very different scenarios, different teams, that sort of stuff. And 21 points is probably too long uh, of a stretch. But I mean, again, like I look at that, that's infrastructure. Like, how do you not have a, an assistant coach going, Hey, we're calling timeout now. Yeah. Like, exactly. I'm somebody not in his ear. Yeah. yeah. Like how is somebody not going, Hey, we get a lot of timeouts. Let's use one. Exactly. Exactly. Timeouts don't carry over the next game. And that, that is, is the coach that like pig headed, like this, does he not let his assistants help him out? Like I'm sure Nate's in, and and Nick's here saying, listen, mate, we need Nick, we need a timeout. And, and, and I think he's, like, is he, is he that, is he on that much of an Island that he does not like, oh, wow. there's gotta be somebody in his ear or, or people are too afraid to come to him and say, listen, we need a timeout here. Yeah. I'll be, you know, I'm, I should look in and see who their assistant coaches are. I think that's where a senior sort of guy has been around the block a few times type assistant coaches is, is required. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah, that those are, yeah, I mean, but maybe he just got lost too, right? Maybe he maybe he didn't realize it was twenty one, and like you know, because it's his first real big series, yeah, and that's, you know, so who knows, right? Yeah. But yeah, that was that was bad. But that series, like, still that series, like, was it two 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 now? Two 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 going into tonight. And that, uh, Memphis, if, if Minnesota comes out and wins that series, I, I having watched it, wouldn't be shocked at all. So I think that's also going to Game Seven, and and Jaw Jaw have a big Game Seven, but uh, they they. Memphis, that's that's an even series in my eyes having watched it yeah i mean they're uh, minnesota's a bit jekyll and hyde and really minnesota should be up three one in game three they had yeah. two 20 point leads two 20 yeah. point leads two separate 20 point leads in that game and they didn't win exactly, exactly. so it should be up three one yeah and then the team that we talked about earlier that's on the rise is dallas dallas is manhandling utah now utah is a train wreck they, they almost got to blow that team up if you're a utah fan well they are you, you're a Utah fan. You got to be just like, how do we have these decent regular seasons and just shit the bed in the playoffs year after year after year? Well, just exposed, right? I mean, and, and but again, I think it's one of those things where, and Donovan Mitchell is going to get paid by somebody, but he's he's a faux superstar. Like he's not a superstar. Yeah. Like everyone, we're still talking about his performance in the bubble from three years ago. It's like that was three years ago, and I know it was awesome, but yep. let it go. He yeah. has not. He has not delivered since, and no, then he's not. You get the whole thing with him and Gobert, not like, yeah, that is, that is definitely getting blown up. And Conley, and Conley's not a spring chicken anymore. And like, it's, oh, yeah. I mean, but think about it. I mean, it's ridiculous. The first three games, they don't have Luca. They should have been up three Oh. Yeah. How is that? How is Brunson destroying you? Yeah. You know, I'm really happy about uh, if we're going back two or three pods about your, that is free money on, on Utah or Dallas. Yeah. That, that's not, that's not free money anymore. That's no, spent it, money. That is, that's dead money. That is dead. <laughs> We went from free to I need to I need to bring back a couple of purchases I've made, I need to return some purchases. Uh, so Dallas, uh, Dallas, 
like uh, I'm looking at the at the West now. You got Phoenix beat. You got Phoenix beating up. They can even get through. You got Memphis, Minnesota. They are easy beats. So Golden State, Golden State's beating the Nuggets. I think Dallas's yeah, biggest opponent right now is the, is, is the Warriors. But the war, but the Dallas's, what the hell to win the East? I, they got them at four twenty five. So they're four twenty five to win the East. Where Golden State's now like plus one eighty five to win the to, or sorry, the West to uh, the East to West to West, West. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. And then, but the Mavs at fourteen to one to win the win the title. I don't hate it. I don't see. I don't see. I don't see the West beating the East in any in any series. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, but I know that's that's why they're called long shots. But <laughs> I'll true. tell you what, you'd love to be in there with them at fourteen to one. If they come out of the West, all of a sudden now you're it's like no one thought the Raptors are going to beat the Warriors. That's true. That's true. Right? Especially with this playoff, which goes into my next segment: NBA injuries. So this is becoming a huge problem for the NBA in their in their playoffs. Like the the amount of of key players who've gone out of the, out of the series, like Dallas, Donkic out, Phoenix Booker, uh, Milwaukee, Middleton, My, Miami, Lowry, Butler. like it's, it's just, there's something that the NBA has to look at this and say, we're not putting the best product in the playoffs. We got to do something differently. Yeah. Here. But you know what? Like, and I, so I've heard this argument a thousand times and I 1000% disagree with it because the A2 game season has been around forever. Uh, and well, you it like, wasn't, what, was this baseball now? You like baseball too? A, no, but what I'm saying is, People are, and so I agree it's a problem, but and and we're we're losing star players at a a, a, a historically high rate. I get yep. that. However, it's the three year period that has done this right from the bubble onward. They've played way more about and the Olympics in there, right? They've played way more basketball in a three year stretch than they ever did. There's been really no downtime, right? Don't forget they went from bubble and boom, they were starting at Christmas went all the way through to the summer, right? And then boom, they came back to try and get a normal year this year. Like it's, there's been zero downtime for these guys. Uh, so I think that's the biggest factor. I would say you're right. And everyone else is right. If, in the next couple of years, as we get back to the, cause it's going to be normalized this year, right? We're not, it's going to go from yep. mid June to uh, mid October. If we see this again, next playoff and the playoff after that, I would say, well then yeah, maybe something, something's not right um, from that standpoint. But I do think it's been the condensed three years worth of basketball. That's really uh, obviously having a much bigger impact than anyone would have ever, again, other, other than Milwaukee who figured out five years ago, don't play your superstars more than 32 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they need to be around for a while. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but I, I no, but I, I hear you. Like th this can't continue. I would agree with that. They they can't have their playoffs with major guys going out. They can't. Yeah. I I think like why can't they give us a week between and the season of playoffs? Why can't they say season ends? We're gonna start the playoffs in a week. Like let let guys get get healthy for a week. So the guys guys who are severely banged up, no, but the guys who are marginally banged up, give them a week off to to. Yeah, but to, they to but they off. do do that for the teams that qualify for the playoffs, which I kind of like. Like I think if you make if you make the play in tournament, fuck you, play right away. Well, they, that that should be. I'm, I'm. They should eliminate the play in tournament. They should just eliminate the play. Take the top eight teams and give them a week off and the, let them play after oh, that. I like I like the plan. No, it's, it's Mickey Mouse. Yeah. All right, so betting betting dollars. Then I I we talked about the map. The Mavs at four twenty five to win the West. I did like that. You like the Mavs fourteen to one to win the win the title. So that's a. That's a good stretch. I, oh, I really that they're good value. They're the best value up there right now. I think I, I like the value of Milwaukee still seven to one to win the championship. No. Seven to one. Are, is that right? I, I, I pulled it up for, for last night, but there were 280, 2.8, 2.8 to win the, the oh, East are seven to one to win seven to win at all. That's the Middleton factor, right? Cause they don't know when he's coming back. I guess uh, not, but, but, Oh, I do like that. Yeah. I, like that. 
like like they like yeah they're they're not banged up other than middle i guess middleton is banged up but they they just they um i don't know they seem to be the strongest well-rounded team i think that's well, still there. Well, yeah but i mean i i think we're back in the world where we're living with if the warriors stay healthy who's beating them right now like that's a they're deep yeah true Their playoff experience right i mean they're going to be tough. They're going to be very, very tough out. But I, you know, but I, that being said, I love Milwaukee at seven to one. That's a, yeah. that is a good wager. Yeah. That's, so I think that's my, that's my, I'm going to put a little bit on that now. Well, I'm going to do that too because I, I don't want to cheer for Boston, even though I think Boston is going to be tough, but I don't want to cheer for Boston. So. I don't either. They're whiny. I watch their games. They, they play tough defense. They hack away, but then they whine, whine like, like crazy. And I'm like, Come on, like guys, you guys are in their face. You're gonna get some fouls. Like, like the wow. I, I don't, I don't like their whole well, attitude. Well, of course. All right. Well, that's a segue into what drives you crazy. What drives you fucking crazy? Because that was gonna be my what drives you crazy throughout this entire playoffs. The whining. It's becoming soccer. I'm so it, it totally is, and the flopping, and now like, oh, the, like how many times have we seen guys go down like they're like they're hurt, and then two, the coach calls timeout, boom, next thing they're right back. Yeah. Everything's fine. Everything's yeah. totally fine. Right? Holding their head, it, it's yeah. brutal. But I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. If I was going to do a one A and one B, what drives you crazy? It would be the NBA players one A, but the NBA officials would be one B. Like it's the NBA fishing, it it's horrific. Like they are giving fuel to the whininess because there are so many horrible calls. There are so many delayed whistles, right? Where they wait to see the play. And then we've talked about this before, yeah, but yeah. I still don't think it justifies any way uh, the, the onslaught of the reaction from these fucking whiny players yeah. who, and by the way, I love how when we get this little fan statement, when you sit down courtside saying it with your fan code of conduct, that sort of stuff. And one of them is there's no swearing, right? You're not yeah. supposed to swear. That's all these guys do on that. They scream at the top of their lungs. It's F this F that every, yeah. you know, they're swearing at the referees, which I yeah. find completely ridiculous. That that's allowed to happen. Like the NBA is almost promoting this to a certain extent. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. It's awful. It does. It honestly does. It's especially in the States. I find and places like where there are no NBA teams, like people don't like the NBA. No, no. people don't like the NBA. This is no. not helping. This is not a great marketing plan. No, to have these guys whine and complain to the referees on every single call. Yeah, like the the, the refs, they gotta they gotta step in and change. They they, they have to change. It's, it's becoming like in soccer, you see the guys chasing the officials and running at them. It's becoming that. Like you, you have to, they have to say, listen, guys, we're gonna tee you up for the littlest things this year. Yeah, about us, and they just gotta set a precedence, which will just shut them up as soon as you as soon as the guy comes to you and says, come on, ref, you team up right away. It, it, that that'll change things in a hurry. Well, I mean, that's the other thing. Like when Freddie got his tee earlier in the series, right? When he did that hand gesture to one of the referees, and that was we were like, well, I've seen that same type of hand gesture a hundred times from Embiid. Yeah, he waves at the refs all the time. Do that. No, like you got to be consistent with it too. Yep. Right, and it's got to be, and it's just got to be zero tolerance and move on. But it is, it's, it is painful to watch. God, how did we put up with Lowry? How do we like him so much for so long? (laughs) Because he was, he was, he was, really <laughs> I know, I know. but I can see, <laughs> I now see why everybody else hated him. I know, that's why you, that's why you would love DeMarcus Cousins and Pat Bev in uh, Raptors Uni. Well, he, shockingly, Cousins on his new team, he's got into it with a guy in the locker room again now. So, oh, yeah, so. no, he, listen, 
Well, I remember that stat when he was he had like nine games in Denver and, and the first nine games he had like seven T's, one ejection. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm not sure he's right. I'm not sure. No, he's right. Right. All right, listen, we get all right. My drives? Well, my drives? Yeah. yeah. No, my drives crazy. Drives me crazy, I've come to realize now, is people who drive in the US south of Kentucky. People who, who live south of Kentucky, so Georgia, Florida. But Russ is okay. Russ is kind of on the border. So Russ and Kentucky, Tennessee is kind of on the border, but anything above Tennessee yet, they, they get it. Like I'm driving. So I had to drive home from Florida last, last week. There are, so and I'm, I just, I'm going to drive on a Saturday because there's no limited trucks, not many trucks on the road on Saturday. And it's a good way to good, good, good day to travel. So I'm traveling. There is 10 cars in the first lane for every one car in the third lane. And I, I, I drive at a fairly good clip on the road. So I pass a lot of cars. I had to pass most of the cars I was driving in the third lane. Like I could never pass a car in the first lane because the first lane was never going faster than the second or third lane. You mean the far so, left lane, the far left lane, the inside lane, right? The far left lane. Yeah. yeah far left lane. The far left. So I'm on the far, the far outside lane and, and, and passing cars because the inside, which is supposed to be the fast, it's supposed to be the passing lane. Nobody South of Kentucky knows that law. Yeah, well, I, I, I thought, I thought it was a North American law. I thought it was a law that, but, but nobody follows it. And, 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 but once I got up into Ohio and places like that, yeah, nobody was in the first lane. Everybody's in the second, third lane. You're pulling out your passion. You're getting back in. It was, it was clean. It was clean as it was. So South, Southern us, they need to enforce some laws on, on highway driving. Well, I will, I'll look for that when I do my 20 hour drive to drive the dog across the border this uh, summer, because I noticed it too, but I think it's, I, I'm not, I think it's statewide. I don't, I don't, I don't demark. There's no, there's no uh, Mason Dixie line for me on this one. This is like, I think it's bad to it. The entire U S like I, I don't in Canada, we, for the most part, we do seem to know if you're in that left lane and someone's coming behind you, like it, you generally over. speaking nine or 10 times, yeah. the person's sliding over. Yeah. You get the very occasional person, but I agree in the States. Oh my moving. God, you are not moving, but you got to bob and weave. It's like playing Frogger. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I agree with you. Totally agree. So that's right. That drove me crazy. Drove me crazy. Well, I mean, 24 hour hours, 24, 24 hours, hours will drive, do that to you. I drive me crazy. Yeah, 24 hours of doing anything and it's straight will drive you crazy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Let's craps. Maybe not craps. Actually, no craps would too. You stupid people at craps table would kill you too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. One of the, so anything you can do for 24 straight hours and not hate it by the end of it. Oh, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, I'm telling you anything. We can watch football probably for 24 hours. No, I think so. I think I don't. I think by the end of you'd be like, fuck that. I'm done with football. Really? Yeah. Sex? Could you have sex for 24 straight? No. God, I think by the end no. Of that, I hate, God, no. I, I hate sex. 24 seconds? <laughs> well, I don't. 24 seconds every over 24 hours. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, on that note, I, I got to go. All right, Kawhi, okay. bring us bring us a block, Kawhi, for games. emergency. Yeah, Kawhi, yeah. rattle us home, Kawhi. <laughs> Help somebody this year. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Get ready, emergency pod, Friday morning. Be up Friday night. Might not have a voice, but I'll be there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, for, you, guys, you guys, you're not uh, you're not staying overnight. No, no, it's not like a true true date night. No, it's not 24 uh, hours. That's not straight 24 hours. Hour. Yeah, no, it's a true date night. It's like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> the last two will be spent in the car. You guys not talking to each other. Yeah. Oh, should we sound asleep? Should we sound asleep? <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. Great night. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll look for you. We'll look for you on TV. Okay. All right. All right. Take it away. Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win.